0: to get through. Here we
1: go. Here's his first goal in AFL footy. Watch a couple. Now wobbles one. Baker, good dance step. Opens it up and kicks a ripper.
2: G'day Inside Melbourne time. Clint Stanaway with you. Uh, Lily Mithen's here as well. Hi, Lil.
1: Hey, Clint. Thanks for having me this morning.
2: Great to see you. Also, Jack Viney, co-captain of the club. Hi, Jack. Yeah, Clint. And a man that I'm really looking forward to chatting to, guys, in Neville Jeddah. He's uh, Lord, on the pod- Neville. Lord Neville, he's on the podcast. Good <laughs> morning. Hey, Nev. Hey, Clint, how you on? Yeah, good, mate. Very good, thank you. Um, really looking forward to chatting to you because um, it's a very important part of the year as we celebrate Indigenous round or rounds. Um, uh, no doubt means just so much to you and the Indigenous players at the footy club.
0: Yep, um, around to, to celebrate and uh, educate. Um, especially within our footy club and our community. So to be able to see our players go out and represent not only themselves, their family um, and and showcase their culture. So um, unable to play but uh, still fully entrenched in the round and and what comes with it uh, both on and off the field. Let's get
2: that footy question out of the way because you touched on it just right off the top. How are you tracking with your recovery? Because it must be frustrating having to sit in the stands for this one.
0: Yep, I haven't had to sit in the stands for a while now so I think my Last time I've had an injury in the season was 2012. So, um, yeah, it's uh, tough. Five weeks in uh, today. So um, post-operation, um, hopefully another five to six weeks to go. Hopefully all goes well. And then um, hopefully back pain playing sooner rather than later. Good stuff,
2: guys. Um, throw it over to you because uh, this is a fan favourite. A cult hero is Neville Jetta. <laughs> is that fair to say, Jack?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. We've still got... Some of the boys rock the uh, the Lord Neville T-shirts yes. around the footy club. promotion. I <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, I'd like to touch on, um, like Neville said, um, you know, obviously it's Indigenous uh, rounds uh, this uh, last week and this week and, um, you know, the work that the club do to educate the players um, around what this, this does mean to the Indigenous players and, um, you know, the other day we had, uh, you know, Matty Whelan sets up this all uh, leads this kind of department along with Nev. And, um, you know, we had a great opportunity the other day where Neville Jay, um, you know, some of the other Indigenous players, uh, Maisie, you know, got up, uh, told the boys about their family, um, you know, where they're from, what this what this means to them, what footy means to them uh, and their culture. Um, and it was just really, really powerful. And, um, you know, being able to understand, uh, you know, these boys' culture and their, their heritage... Um, it does give you great insight into to how special this, this round is. What's one of the more
2: striking messages that you like to sit down and, and, and t- you know, communicate, not just to the boys, but to the wider football club you know, membership base? Um, <laughs> I mean, we, saw, we heard last year about um, your work with the RAP and, yep. and, and you've, you're part of the leadership group this year. What do do we need to be mindful of coming into Indigenous rounds or celebrating Indigenous
0: rounds? Um, Probably that, obviously, the the round is awesome, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And although the players in the AFL, AFL AFLPA and AFL industry do a great job, um, it's probably bigger than that. We need us as a nation to come together and work together to move forward. Um, and that starts from the top down. So probably talking a bit more political, but Mm. um, there's a lot to be done and and we're only sort of on the tip of the iceberg really. So the the more people start to understand and educate themselves um, is when the sort of the ball will start rolling and and we'll start to see change um, in a lot of sort of the the major issues that Aboriginal people faced um, all over the country.
1: Neb, we saw um, Richmond-Sydney stack jump in the the program War Cry. That's pretty special to see. Is there something, if you were playing, something you'd love to do or ever consider?
0: Yeah, it's. Um, I've got to be a part of the uh, the Indigenous All-Stars team and we, we did the War Cry up against Richmond um, in 2013, uh, start of that year. So um, it's a pretty, pretty special moment as a player to be able to, to do something like that and showcase your culture. Um, and for him to do something like that on Indigenous Round to sort of kick it off was unbelievable, and um, made it even more special that he's sort of from my country as well back home. Jeffy's fairly good at the goal
2: celebration, I know that. Um, maybe we'll get
3: one this week. Well, no, I do. I think I think uh, Jeffy might be doing something pre-game this oh, week great. for us. So um, little you know, inside been, Melbourne been, exclusive here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the story is because we've been tired of doing. You know that last little huddle before we run out, yes. and doing it a little bit differently, uh, in in the past weeks, and uh, and we we're getting you know various boys get up there, and no one had kind of put their hand up to do something, and I said I oh, to the boys I'll, I'll take it this week, and then Jevy came up to me in game day and said oh you took my uh, <laughs> you stole my um, thunder. my thunder I was like oh what are you talking about he's like I was going to do something for the boys I was like oh crap I didn't <laughs> realise that I didn't, I didn't know um, so I, I, I stole his thunder but I think I think he's going to roll something out um, up in Darwin
1: what did you do what was your
3: oh I just a bit of a chant yeah I mean I'm not I'm not great at that <laughs> kind of stuff so. <laughs> but no I put the hand up I was like I gotta, I gotta I'm the skipper I gotta I got lead from the front here and put my hand up, and I th- I thought it was reasonably okay, but we've had better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's be- who's best?
3: Nibbler, yeah, Nibbler, Nibbler would Nibbler be right, right up there. Yep. Um, we've um, done we've done a few. Harmsey's all right. Harmsey, yes. who uh, I think Sam Wiedemann might have done one in pre-season. Um, which was unexpected, mm. you know. So I think they're the ones where, like, you know, nibbler's going to be good. You know, harms is going to be Frosty good. Frosty was pretty good. Frosty pre season, yeah. But like weeds, you know, a bit of a <laughs> unassuming kind Out of, of character, <laughs> and then you know, yeah, it brought the house down. So that was a that was a memorable one. Nibbler because he's fiery, or what's the? Uh, oh, just because he's, uh, uh you know, he's. Uh, I He's think the, of the people and yeah. it's like <laughs> the effort he puts in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, study and make sure that he
0: got every line right, and and then sort of you appreciate how much, how how in depth he went into actually trying to perform, um, yeah, for the boys, and then everyone sort of gets around him because everyone loves him. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, will you travel with with the boys? Uh, with where my rehab's at at the moment, um, not to Darwin, so I want to make sure that we're not compromising my rehab of flying. Uh, I would love to go up Mm. there because I enjoy going to Darwin and playing but um, yeah, I'll probably stay here and and tick off a few boxes and um, hopefully be running um, in the near future.
2: The club's putting a lot of work into the NT, um, notably a project which um, pricked my ears up, was the Santa Teresa project whereby the club will help um, part fund through member uh, contributions and and the like um, grassing what is a, a Dust Bowl in Santa Teresa? Can you just explain a little bit of that, about that project and, and what it means to, to you to see that sort of work happen?
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, to be a, a part of the conversation around creating uh, an opportunity for a community uh, to, for the kids to be able to go out and play footy on grass is probably something we probably take for granted. And um, these kids are out there um most days and, and to be able to plant dust not only affects their their football or their sporting ability but also affects their health so to be able to, to put grass in there these kids are coming out and so sort they of can enjoy enjoy themselves and and um yeah the footy obviously will, will start to take off and um it's just it'll, the footy up there brings everyone together in the community and um to be able to um have a small um part in that as a melbourne football club um yeah, it'd be unbelievable uh, to see that come together. And we've had cultural immersion programs up there, up there. We've had uh, our first year players go up with Goody and a few leaders. So yeah, to, to give back after what they've given us. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome to see.
2: Yeah, it's unreal. And the um, jumper was actually designed by a Santa Teresa local. Yeah, very young.
0: I... Yep, yep. So that was part of a, a competition. Um, we sort of put it out in the community when uh, Matthew Whelan and the guys went up there and um, gave them a bit of a brief around what the what we, we would like the design to be and, um, yeah, they did a great job and um, looked awesome on the weekend. Great stuff. Um, can I just reflect quickly
2: on the weekend's events, um, Jack, to you? Uh, obviously, the last quarter, things did click, but for three quarters, largely, um, things didn't click. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah, to say. That was, that was um, disappointing performance. Yeah.
3: Um, in summary? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, obviously you got off to a really slow start and I put that down to, um, you know, one, Jarius being a, a terrific team and they kind of were so well set up defensively. So whenever we won the ball, um, well, first of all, we got beaten around the ball, but when we did win it, we just were never able to kind of get any kind of penetra- penetration with, with our offence and they really shut us down Um so I think they uh, they did a terrific job at executing their, uh, you know, their defensive uh, game plan. And then, um, you know, us as well just just were off in the contest, uh, which GWS are number one in the competition for. So, um, you know, beating up around the ball. And uh, that kind of was uh, was majority of the game. But um, I think some small positives to maybe take out of it were that we did. We did fight back in the last quarter. Um which we could have quite a, uh, quite easily have, you know, a sharp shop and um, yeah, it could have turned, turned pretty ugly um, pretty quick. But, yeah, overall was a pretty disappointing day. A
1: few standouts in the new guys, Oscar Baker, Marty Hoare, a few inexperienced guys with lots playing at Casey at the moment. So really good to see them, I guess, as sort of shining lights amongst the group.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, unfortunately we do have a pretty depleted list. Yeah. Um, at the moment missing some experience like Neville um, but you know it gives great opportunities for blokes like Marty Hoare and um, Oscar Baker to come in and um, you know learn learn about AFL football perform and uh, I think you know Oscar uh, I thought Oscar's game was terrific uh, for a second gamer and uh, I think Marty hoare has been spectacular all, all season um, he's been a real uh, real pleasure to play with Marty um, all season I think he's yeah, he's been very consistent for us and um been a great addition to the team. And just a little bit of friendly fire
2: as well. We were speaking off oh air yeah. before.
3: You and the co-captain. Yeah, I busted up Chunks nose. <laughs> <laughs> um improvement. I told him I'd get him. <laughs> 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 yeah, improvement. Um I mean, he's only got I, I called for it, I said my my mind. He wanted he came across and yeah, friendly fire, but no, nah, it was uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I got spoiled from behind. So I was jumping up there to leave it. And then uh, someone's come ramming in the back of me. And I think Chunk and I collided. Me being the tougher, um, <laughs> harder player, uh, come off unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chunk's busted up. <laughs> we'll get him on next week. Don't, yeah. worry. See his uh, he'll get story. Don't worry, he's got a long memory, Chunk. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, he, uh, he'll, uh, I'll get something coming to me yep. sooner rather than later, I think really looking forward to talking
2: more to Neville Jeddah uh, we'll get to your questions from the outer very very shortly uh, very general question um, Jack what do you love about about Jets
3: Oof. Oh, I just you can't you can't question him on his devotion and commitment to um, you know not only the sport but you know his, his commitment to his family commitment to his culture um, you know everything he um, everything he does and values in his life he does it to the force then is the most um, you know, selfless person in doing that, only cares about um, other people. So I think that's his biggest attribute and thing that I appreciate the most about him. There you go. They're nice words, mate. <laughs> <hey>. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice hug.
2: What a moment. Hello. I'm I'm I'm
3: just speaking the truth (laughs) should
2: we do the opposite (laughs) 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 we don't want that question about who's grumpier that's right (laughs) hey we'll get to your questions after this on Inside Melbourne with thanks to Zurich
3: thanks to our co-major partner and podcast sponsor Zurich for over 100 years they've been ensuring the people and things you truly love and just like you they truly love footy and truly love Melbourne
1: Welcome back to Inside Melbourne, presented to you by Zurich, joined with a very special guest in Neville Jeddah. First question from the outer is from cross-section. Would you like to be the Prime Minister one day?
0: Uh, Very good question, Uh, (laughs) 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 cross-section. You like that? I liked it. (laughs) Um, I think the impact that an Indigenous Prime Minister um, will have um, by just being an indigenous person um, seeing obviously i've spoke before about the issues and um yeah it would be amazing to to be a prime minister but um i've got a long way to go in, in public speaking and and um yeah obviously i've got a few followers already within my football club so I just got to get more on the bandwagon and, and vote one neville Jetta. <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: that is the start of a big campaign <laughs> absolutely (laughs) i'm voting one i'm voting one as well let's get the ball rolling (laughs) i can see the campaign Uh posters already vote one lord nev (laughs) 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 lord nev pm Uh, 100 (laughs) does it does actually honestly does it interest you politics um it's very hard it's very difficult on the back of an election which was very Mm. uninspiring i guess but right there that is that's your opportunity i guess you can be the inspiration
0: mm. yeah and, and i'll probably look at um barack obama mm-hmm. um and sort of the, obviously the inspiration that that he gave people not only within america but australia as well to sort of dream um for those possibilities uh, so yeah it is it would it is a huge honor to be able to do something like that but to me right now it probably feels like a long way away um and especially when I'm in rehab, trying to get back after a knee operation, it's probably my first first focus. But maybe after yeah. forty, you we
2: can PM, <laughs> you get start moving, moving yourself we can, into
0: curability. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. I enjoy that. Um, okay, Georgie Dwyer. She actually says Lord Neville. What changes did you make to your game to become a consistent and reliable performer following your delisting?
0: Um. Yeah, it's, it's probably the consistency in everything that I do um, and sort of breaking it all down. So, uh, Neil Craig at the time pretty much took me aside and um, told me go back and, and make my habits really consistent and not only on the football field, off the field. So, um, started to realize that uh, the things that uh, both football, in football and outside of football weren't. Um, So knuckled down and and, uh, started to adjust a few things and um, started to have some real focuses and and, um, with uh, sort of life after football, um, in and around my home, my wife, Sam, and kids as well. So, and all of a sudden football started to take off. And whilst I was here, I was able to commit and uh, work as hard as possibly I could because that was sort of some of the feedback I was getting back. So, um, yeah, the consistency started to come when I actually, yeah, started to focus and make sure that everything within my life um, was sort of balanced, and I was able to come in and give my all when I was here. It's a busy household, the Jeddah household. Yeah. How, how old are the kids? Seven and four. Um, Carrie's all over football at the moment. Lani's thereabouts. She's she bought us some footy boots the other day, but. Um, I don't <laughs> think she'll wear them. She uh, got asked by a friend to go down. I was kicking. Obviously, Kyrie's running around. But um, yeah, she sort of sits on the, on the sides and like, oh, I don't like football. But got asked by a friend to play. So she's like, yep, I'm going to play. Went to Rebel Sports and um, <laughs> haven't put them on since. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have wasted a bit of money on some footy boots. But um, busy household. Um, Your Bernie as well. Bernie and Frankie. I was
3: going to say, Two sausage I knew you, dogs. you were talking about getting another sausage yeah. dog. Yeah, I, oh, I wasn't talking about
0: it. <laughs> I was, we were up in Maroochydore yeah. and um, we had a big training session on the Saturday. I think it might have be been our last Saturday session. And um, Friday night, Sam's like, okay, I'm going to meet a sausage dog named Frankie's He's around the corner. I was like, yeah, awesome. Go make some friends. And um, Bernie might have a few play dates. I'll finish training Saturday. And we've got a new dog. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> oh, You've obviously
3: yeah. got no say uh, nah, in your household. Nah.
0: Sam wears the pants. Yep, yep. So, no, nah, we've got a new dog running around now. So, um, I wasn't a dog lover at first, but, yeah, they've grown on me. And, um, yeah, they rule the roost now as well.
1: Dent Maddie, what has been the highlight of your career so far?
0: Uh, highlight? Um yeah, there's a couple that'll probably look back, 100 games running out with Nalani and Kyrie through the banner, um, <coughs> pretty good highlight. And then following into 2017, playing for Australia against Ireland, um, in Adelaide and in Perth. Um, but then, yeah, you probably look on to last year and, and sort of enjoying uh, the moment that was uh, the finals. So um, after being here for so long to to be able to enjoy that experience was um, yeah something I won't forget too quickly
3: i, uh, I got a question yeah go for it so you commit a lot of time to your footy a lot of time to uh, your family a lot of time to your community you know what is there you know in your very little spare time what what do you like to do that's uh, that's nev time now you got any hobbies or anything you like to do to just chill out um,
0: I, I do enjoy the quiet time uh with myself so um probably the drive home i don't even have radio on i'll just sit there just quiet and just yeah. have to go through my own thoughts but um in terms of hobbies i, I do like i grew up uh, fixing and helping my dad with cars uh, i don't know if i said that right but um we were always sort of in one car and out the other and and, and sort of wheel and dealing so um i do have a, a old uh, Commodore back back in WA is currently getting fixed up. So hopefully I can get that over here and uh, me and Kyrie and Lani can, can enjoy um, fixing that up. So, But uh, other than that, i um, got golf clubs uh, that haven't been used. <laughs> They're sitting <laughs> in the office. <laughs> they are collecting dust. I took the plastic off them the other day after having them for probably three months. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind getting out and, and actually um, hitting them, but yeah we've uh, obviously got to focus on rehab first yeah. and, and get through that and then uh, yeah I can get
3: out and have some, some time for myself Has is, uh, is Tommy McDonald hired you to work on his Mustang? Uh,
0: I wouldn't mind going out with him um, because I, I'll, like I said I do enjoy that stuff but it's a long way it's, I think it's down Geelong oh, really? past Geelong so when he does go down I was like nah got, <laughs> got, got, I don't have enough time to get down there and yeah. back and then, Yeah, so but nah um, I enjoy um, sort of catching up with, with where he's at on his Mustang. and um, Yeah.
2: Uh, Nev, more questions from the outer. Uh, you've beaten all the best small forwards in the game. Who do you rate as your hardest opponent? <laughs> I wouldn't say
0: beaten them all. I've, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, a tough one. Um, Cyril was always um, one of the hardest players to play on. I think the hardest thing now is... These small forwards are pretty much midfielders now, so um, they're going up the field and, and playing midfield for a number of minutes and then they're popping out and um, sort of pushing forward at different times. So, um, yeah, obviously I rely on my teammates and pressure from Jack in the mids to put pressure on the ball so I can get a high ball and then sort of give us a sort of a half a chance to, to bring the ball down. But, yeah, Cyril and Eddie's been the two uh, most hardest opponents just because of um, their skill set, um, their ability to turn um, something out of nothing and just, yeah, you give them half a metre and it's a goal. Mm. So to be able to limit their influence on the game, um, is something that yeah I take pride in um, and I know um, how, how it makes my teammates feel. So um, I don't want to sort of let them down. So I give them all to make sure that I play my role on
3: game day. Uh, it's, like Suri- it's like Surioli. I reckon he'd go down in my top two favourite players. Um, but you don't... Like, now he's... Reti- like, you don't hear his you know name getting thrown up because mm. it wasn't like he ever had 30 touches or no. kicked a bag of goals, but like the knock-ons he had or mm. the stuff that you'd never get a disposal for, like, you just change, change games and momentum through through that stuff. Yep.
0: And it's just <laughs> flighting as a... As a opponent on him to be able to or see him sort of do that knock on or the chase down tackle um, that lifts his team mm. and that's probably the biggest thing is that he's not impacting on the scoreboard sometimes but he's changing the game through pressure speed um, and and sort of the other freaky stuff that he does because yeah um, momentum is, is huge in, in AFL and um, he was almost momentum king really for, for mm. Hawthorne.
2: Who in the red and blue would you actually hate to play on? If you had to play against Melbourne, who would you hate to line up on?
0: Um, Yeah, that's a uh, tough one. Uh, no, mid-
3: he knows he's got everyone covered. I <laughs> that's why I'm saying he's so long here to figure he's like, no one uh, test
0: me. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see myself as a midfielder, but... It's tough. I'm, I'm obviously a backman and, and the intensity, high-intensity running that these guys do is unbelievable. So, yeah, it's probably Nibbler. Um, but I know I've got him covered if he comes inside 50. So he can run up the ground all day if he wants, but once he comes inside 50, <laughs> 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 I'll let him go up the ground and yeah, get all his touches. So when he comes back in, I'll just sort of maul him and just hold him and, and try my best to yeah keep me out of the game. But he's running capacity week in week out is yeah unbelievable and um seeing him at training i'm at the back of the group so he always comes over and greets me at the end of the running sessions because he's yeah, recovered and i'm still getting to the line so um but yeah jack as well um sort of barge in we've had a few sort of rehab sessions together over the years where it's just me him and one-on-one a couple um, of bulls flat out on the trainer track with uh, Brendan mccartney um, sort of telling us to go harder and harder and harder and we're trying <laughs> to get back from rehab. So we had a few of those sessions along the years. Yeah. So, um, enjoyable, but at the same time you walk off, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was tough. <dust. laughs> I'd be scared watching those. But Surely someone...
3: Yeah. It's like the, the I think we both had concussion the at the same time <laughs> as well. <laughs> so. yeah, like, hot, like the very end of rehab, it's pretty much you're... you're Put it, put each other in a cage and put the ball in front of you, and you just gotta <laughs> fight for it. Whoever wins Scrap. it, give it to the coach, and then the coach puts it back in the middle, and you fight again for it. So we Neville, Neville, and I pretty much just butting each other, <laughs> and <laughs> both end up with concussion, <laughs> and broken nose as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else,
1: though? Ah, we could go back to older days. What team did you want to get drafted to if you had your pick? Yep. If you weren't at Melbourne, where where would you have been? Otherwise, hopefully.
0: Uh, yeah, obviously, I would like to stay home uh, back in Western Australia. Uh, Fremantle and West Coast, we obviously the two teams there. I grew up following Fremantle, um, but sort of had some interest from West Coast early on. Um, up until uh, I think I had a meeting with them and they told me that I weren't, they weren't going to pick me. Um, so, made me drive two and a half hours from That's Bunbury a good to Perth. G'day
2: are not going to pick you, <laughs> but anyway, thanks, much thanks, how, thanks for driving. Pretty much
0: how it went. So, I was like, no. Nah, so I was more than happy to go anywhere, really. it's um, I sort of prepared myself um, for a while and uh, knew what I sort of put myself into and I knew that, that the draft was, um, yeah, it was it was a draft so you can go anywhere and, um, like I said, I prepared myself to, to end up in either um, the eastern states or home um, and I was just looking forward to the opportunity to, to play AFL and, um, yeah, I knew that once I was in the right environment um that I wasn't going to be um as homesick as I I probably did get a little bit homesick but the support I had around me was going to help me achieve what I wanted to achieve. Nev we're very
2: lucky to have you in the red and blue um guys touch on some draft news last night um in the mid-season draft um pick three Kyle Dunkley to the football club so for all Melbourne fans do you know much about I know a I bit about I know a bit about the family, great family. Yeah,
3: I don't um, I don't know um, much about Kyle apart from um, playing with Gippsland um, and also had some games in the uh, VFL for Footscray, I think, um, and really impressed uh, the recruiters uh, here at the club. So we're really lucky to pick him up. Um, spoke to him last night on the phone, and um, sounds like he's uh, very excited to to come in and get to know everyone and um, yeah, just a dream come true for him to be on an AFL list. So it's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you know, you like hearing those. You know, people who miss out in the draft. Um, you know, from all reports, had had some injury troubles um, during his under 18s year, um, and then to stick to it, um, made the the commitment to to himself that he wanted to to try and, and get drafted, and then gets the opportunity to do it. I Think it's great, and uh, you know, I haven't met him yet, but can't wait to to get to know him and get to work together good stuff all right well that brings us almost to an end will it's been another
2: jam-packed episode um we've a future prime minister has emerged how lucky are we
1: i'm excited to know more about this yeah i'm
2: gonna get the ball rolling actually
1: on the news On the news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) scomo out jetter in Probably looking forward to the uh, pension that they get. They finish, <laughs> the I'll be happy to sit in there for one year and then get relax somewhere.
3: That's pretty <laughs> much what they do now, isn't
0: it? Pretty much.
3: It's <laughs> flipping over year after year. Hey
2: Nev, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate, for joining us on Inside Melbourne. No thanks for having me. Appreciate ja- it, Jack Lil. Uh, good stuff, Jack. All the best in uh, against Adelaide as well. Dunker, Dunker. Thank you. See you later next week. In fact, on Inside Melbourne with thanks to Zurich.